Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. This is Zach. Hey. Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, there's been some basketball additions, some football, big 10 football news. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about basketball. We're going to talk about football. Then we have a fun uh, thing at the end. You'll have to wait and see about. But basketball, the teams are set. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a very late transfer, probably out, then we're set. But right. uh, do you want to take Ohio State first? Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and predict the starting lineups. But first, I'm going to say that they brought in four four stars from their freshman class, including another guy that was like not even ranked in the top 300 in the country. Um, not he's not included in the four stars, but right. he was part of the class. And then they also brought in three transfers: um, Tanner Holden from Wright State, who averaged over 20 points a game; Isaac Likely, a point guard from Oklahoma State; and Sean McNeil, a guard from West Virginia. Um, with that, I'm gonna jump into predicting the starting lineup. Yeah. I think that it is likely that Isaac Likely starts at point guard to start the season. I do think that Thornton, um, who is a freshman, who is a number 43 player in this class, will challenge him for the starting job throughout the season. Uh, then at shooting guard, I think Tanner Holden, who, like I said, averaged 20-plus points per game at Wright State this past year, will start at shooting guard. Uh, then at the three will be Eugene Brown, who was in and out of the starting lineup this last year. I think he establishes himself as a starter this year and a starter all season long. Um, he shoots the ball really well, and he's just he's an athlete too. Um, and then at the four, which is really more like it's partly because they don't have the size that they did last year. I have Justice Suing, who really would start at the three if we had another big guy, but um, I think we'll go small and have Justice Suing at the four. And then I think the most obvious one is Zed Key at center because the only other center on the lineup on the roster is. Felix Okpra, who is a freshman, and I don't think he'll beat out Zedke to start the season. Probably but not. I think he'll get Felix Okpra will get a lot of minutes just because there's not a lot of depth at that position, and Zedke does get into foul trouble sometimes, especially when he's guarding someone like Connor Dickinson. <laughs> All right, so for Michigan, they brought in Jalen Llewellyn from Princeton. He's sort of a combo guard, but the expectation is he'll be the point guard because. The only other point guard on the roster is Doug McDaniel, who's like five foot one and uh, 100 pounds. So, I mean, he's a little taller, but he's still real short. But <clears throat> they also brought in Joey Baker, who's a transfer from Duke, uh, basically a shooter, but he's coming off hip surgery. So he was not expected to be good on defense already. And then coming off hip surgery, really probably not. Wow. Then they added a late uh, recruit. Yusuf Kayet from Lebanon, been playing in France, sort of a, a big shooter, uh, but he can also drive a little bit, I guess. Uh, I think of him sort of like light Franz Wagner. Um, yeah. Probably won't be quite as good defensively especially, but hopefully he can shoot a little more consistently than Franz did in Ann Arbor. We'll see. Uh, but predicting the starting five, I got to start at the five. You started with the point guard, but I got to start with Hunter Big Dickinson energy uh, just because he's going to be the focal point. He's got to be potential All-American. Uh, really, if this was 10 years ago, he'd have been in the NBA already. So yeah, I'm just thankful the NBA has moved away from his archetype because I'm glad yeah. he's on Michigan. Well, I think even NIL helps with that too. Oh, definitely. I think it does. Yeah. 
I mean, you got Shigwe from Kentucky coming back too, and uh, what's his name from North Carolina? That I, with with NIL, I doubt. Yeah, without Orlando, NIL, I doubt that yeah. he came back. Who he's friends with uh, Dickinson. Oh. Is. But uh, number four, I, I was going back and forth, Terrence Williams or Yusuf Kayat. Um, I've, I've seen some videos of Yusuf Kayat, but really he was under the radar because he wasn't sure if he was going to stay in Europe or come to the U.S. He came to the U.S. Uh, but I think that they're going to start Yusuf Kayat. Basically, T-Will can play the four, he can play the three. Um, or if Yusuf Kayat came off the bench, he would probably just come in at the four. So there's just a little versatility there. We'll see. I'm probably wrong. Number At the three, I think Jet Howard. Uh, a lot of people have been saying he's underrated, even though he's rated real high. Um, one sentiment I've heard is that, well, the last name on his jersey, he's going to get a lot of playing time. Jace Howard has hardly played. So we'll see. But I do think Jet is better. So I think he'll start at the three. Two, Kobe Bufkin. Uh, and then Jalen Llewellyn, obviously starting at point guard. Uh, we'll see. There is a lot more shooting in this lineup than there was last year, yeah. which uh, Phil Martelli said was a priority once Dickinson said he was coming back. They, he said, we need to surround him with shooting. So they brought in Jalen Llewellyn, which kind of pushed out Frankie Collins, who couldn't shoot. Uh, so I think if Dickinson left, they would have tried harder to keep Frankie, but whatever. Uh, Kayak can shoot. Howard can shoot. Kobe can supposedly shoot. He didn't shoot well last year, I say supposedly. Jalen Llewellyn can shoot. Terrence Williams shot well on a small sample last year, but hopefully that uh, uh, improves with volume or stays the same with volume. But a lot more shooting potentially with Dickinson in the middle, so it'll be harder to double-team him, whatever. Uh, Football news, you really wanted to talk about the (laughs) – the football recruiting rankings for some reason. What's up? <laughs> so Ohio State's gone back and forth the last few weeks with Notre Dame between the number one and the number two spot in the rankings. Currently, as we're recording, Ohio State is number two as of Notre Dame got a five-star this morning. Um, but Ohio State's brought in two five-stars so far, 11 four-stars, and a three-star. Um, so they've just been recruiting really well already this this cycle. Um I also want to give a huge shout-out to the greatest wide receivers coach of all time, Brian Hartline, <laughs> who brought already brought in three top ten wide receivers for this recruiting class, including two five-stars in Brennan Innes and Carnell Tate. Um, I just didn't think it's an incredible feat to come off of what um, happened in the NFL draft between Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Jameson Williams, all being developed by him going 10th, 11th, and 12th in the NFL draft. Wide receivers, incredible to then three days in a row to get top ten wide receivers, all highly touted, like great wide receivers. People are even saying that the four star, I can't, I'm blanking on his name right now, that he it might be un, even underrated and he's the ninth ranked wide receiver. It's crazy that Jamison Williams got drafted that high because he went to Ohio State. He, I mean, I do think that uh, <laughs> Brian Hartline is a huge factor in why he developed as well as he did. I, I mean, he was at Alabama for two months before the season started and then balled out. Like, I doubt that those two months got him where he was. He also... Oh, I disagree. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, Michigan's doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they, under Harbaugh especially... Start getting commitments later in the calendar year. They did just lose their top-rated recruit thus yeah. far, which sucks. I do think I like, don't really know what else to say. Like, Hopefully, it picks up. 
like, yeah, it's early in the cycle, but I will say that, like, the more recruits you get early on, the better because they recruit. Like, look at look at what Texas has done since they got Arch Manning. Yeah. They've added like eight top three hundred recruits or something ridiculous. I mean, and, JJ recruited for Michigan too. Right? Recruit, yeah. Recruits recruit, and so yeah, I think, the five three stars Michigan have right now, even if they're underrated. Uh, they carry less weight than a J.J. Yeah. McCarthy type. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully they get some momentum. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll end up with a decent class still. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know if no, it'll it's be super top early. 10. It, it, I think they'll uh, they'll probably finish ahead of Michigan State. But like we've talked about before, Michigan State's not the measuring stick. Do you want to so, like, great. Do a bet on whether or not they'll finish higher than Michigan State? Sure. Loser, loser shaves their mustache. <laughs> No. no, you don't have a mustache. Well, all right. What what are we gonna do? We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll bet. figure it out. We'll, Michigan State. I think Michigan State will have a higher recruiting class than Michigan. This okay, year. I bet you're wrong. They I have, mean, only Michigan, because history. But I mean, Michigan State has dropped a decent amount since they started because they were. I think they worked their way up to close to top five or maybe. Fifth I mean, part at one point. part of that is they had a lot of guys. Signed up when other people didn't. So now that yeah. the big boys are, they have dropped down commits to in. The, the recent, most recent, I looked at the rankings. They were 16th, but also as the season starts. So we've talked about Notre Dame. They're definitely going to start off 0 1. They might get run off the field. Yeah. So I'd be surprised if that game's within two touchdowns. But we'll talk about that when I the agree. time comes. That's going to be the peak <laughs> of Ohio State season. You're right. Uh, but. Uh, USC and UCLA, there's multiple reports that they're going to join the Big Ten. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, that's just I, I saw that and I was like, is this real? And it was a credible source and I was like, that is crazy. Like, literally, They're literally spanning Rutgers' plays an hour from New York City. So they're <laughs> playing from New York City to L.A. Like that is the United States. Like people always say New York to L.A., like the opposite corners of the country. Big stage. Crazy. Like, I just want to know how they're going to do scheduling and stuff because... Here's how they're going to do scheduling if history of Big Ten scheduling is any indication. (laughs) Michigan is going to play at USC every year, (laughs) and Ohio State's going to play, like, Indiana. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I'm worried about UCLA and USC schedule because they're going to play in the Midwest... For potentially four or five times a year, right? Other than even, especially basketball. I'm assuming this is for basketball too. Like, that's yeah, got to be. That's <laughs> that's rougher. That's crazy rougher travel. Like, often you play Wednesday, Sunday, or ish. Like, you play a couple days a week or Tuesday, Saturday. You know, right? And like to have two games a, a week on the other side of the country seems crazy. Yeah, I mean, at a school like USC or Ohio State, where you don't go to play school, you go to play sports. They'll probably <laughs> just stay on the road. Or like, it's good Michigan is still in the footprint because they actually care about academics to the detriment of their sports programs. Whatever. Uh, I I think it's funny that if it feels like these conferences are evolving, yeah. obviously, but it's going to end up being basically like. Old. I know I'm saying the name wrong now, but like it's going to be like Pac-10, Big Ten, and then those are divisions, and then the champ. So it's basically going to be the Big Ten plays the Pac-10, Pac-10 in the for Rose the Bowl. conference championship <laughs> in the Rose Bowl. I just this is all annoying to me, and it's all not all been led by the yeah. SEC, but lately by the SEC, and it's just like, can we just 
Stop. Yeah, I honestly don't know if this is good for the sport. It'll just be It's probably not good for basketball, for sure. Yeah. It's I mean, it's annoying to me. It's like an arms race and the SEC is trying to go ahead as if they don't have an advantage already with the playoff stuff, like how they always get a benefit of the doubt in the rankings. They it's it's annoying to me. It's I don't think I'll stop caring cuz I just care right. way more about college sports, but it is like annoying. Yeah. I'm not going to be less invested. It does make it makes me want to care less, which isn't a fun. Right. Thing. Yeah, I just think it's it's pretty crazy. Like I I feel like the way they had the conferences before Oklahoma and Texas announced they're joining the SEC, I was cool with that. Like I know the SEC's been pretty dominant the last fifteen years, but like it that's how sports go. Like at least football wise, right. have been dominant. That's how sports go. Like it goes up and down and. It was. It could have easily swung a different way at some point, but then now Oklahoma and Texas are running off to the SEC. I know it's all about money, but yeah, well, it's for annoying. the fans, it kind of sucks. It definitely sucks. You wanted to talk about if the Mich- if the Michigan football basketball coach, Ohio State football basketball coach, were Avengers, what would they be? Yeah, who would they be? I should say, uh, and we agreed on some of them. Yeah, really, we came to a consensus, but. Ryan Day is obviously the Scarlet Witch, because Scarlet, <laughs> no. and he died okay. recently. Well, okay. <laughs> right? I mean, we by the hands the, of the good guys. It was actually supposed to be Iron Man, because he has all the gadgets and That's stuff That's the only that way needs, I disagreed on. And he's Born rich. on third. Yeah, sure. And he built uh, what he has in a cave, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Columbus, I would definitely describe as a... <laughs> Smelly, musky cave. No, but the one we did pretty much agree on right away, at least I was pretty adamant about, was Chris Holtman, I think, looks just like Hawkeye. So (laughs) Chris Holtman is easily a Hawkeye, and I think he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Jawan Howard, the Hulk, because... Oh, so... some rage. Yeah, when we initially (laughs) talked about this, we talked about um, doing all the Big Ten coaches, then that felt like a lot, so we decided to do the four coaches. But... Um, when we when we said the Hulk, I was like, "Wow, you could do Tom Izzo, you could do what uh, Brad Underwood from Illinois, you could right. do Juwan Howard, you could do a lot of basketball coaches as the Hulk." It yeah. seems like as a basketball coach, it's almost a prerequisite that you have a temper. But um, with the way Juwan Howard acted in the Wisconsin uh, handshake line, there we had to go with Juwan Howard as the Hulk. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh, Captain America. Look, he's super patriotic. Yeah. Uh, he he loves corny catchphrases, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean that's. I think I'm the one that said Captain America for Harbaugh, but it it yeah. really like, I could see him wearing the the outfit. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like in real like, life on I a recruiting pitch, I, I could see him dressing up <laughs> yeah. as Captain America. I didn't love it at first, just because I think Captain America is awesome, but. Um, <laughs> The more the more we talked about it, I agreed. Yeah, it does seem does seem a little bit like Jim Harbaugh, and definitely does seem like if he was going to put any superhero costume on a recruiting visit, <laughs> it would be Captain America. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I could also see him ripping his shirt off to try to be like the Hulk, but yeah, <laughs> maybe a few years ago, Jim Harbaugh, twenty sixteen, yeah. Jim Harbaugh. I do also that. think that Captain America is probably the most likely of all the Avengers to pick his nose. <laughs> that or the Hulk, so or the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh. With that, we're not sure when we're going to record again, but yeah. I mean, we're we're going to definitely have to do a football preview podcast like we did 
uh, at the start of last season. Yeah. Um, but if there's another list that you want, if there's a, I don't know, you want our opinion of something, let us know. The, what, you want us to do the what Stranger Things characters the coaches are? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or top five quarterbacks in the history of the That's Big true. Ten. Or we did running backs. Why most of them are from Ohio State. <laughs> well, with that, <laughs> <laughs> the be- how about the best fullbacks of the last five years? <laughs> I like that. Of the Big Ten. They're all at Michigan. Yeah. Well, we're at Michigan. Whatever. With that, we'll see you next time. Like, subscribe, follow, share. Uh, Let us know what you want to see. But until then, go blue. Go Buckeyes.